Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Packham. Joined this evening by Matt Knight. Hello. Jay Cross. Hi, Mark. And Joe Branton. Hello. How's everyone good? Solid start by a professional uh, professional, a professional podcaster. Um, I was interviewed this week uh, by another really? podcast about podcasting. Yeah. What, what was it? Uh, the Tone Mob podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, which is, you know, it's not about podcasting, but... Um, it's a podcast about guitars and stuff, and we talked about podcasts about guitars. I didn't know right. that. That's nice. Mega meta, really. It was yeah. cool. Yeah, it, sound, it sounds like some sort of weird inception of podcasts. Yeah, it was like, like a, it was super nerdy talking it about. It was a podcast within a podcast. Yeah, it was a wow. podcast about why. It was me from a podcast on a podcast talking about why podcasts work. Did they um, work? Yeah, podcasts are great. Right. They're the best. Wonderful. The, the absolute best. Um, you do know what this is, right? What? You know why we're here? Yes, I come here to drink. Yeah, well, yeah, good, I mean, good. That's, that's evident. Are you drinking? Is that Stella? Yes, it's a Stella. <laughs> I've gone into Stella recently. Yeah, Stella's nothing wrong with Stella. Stella's it's great. This Belgian, have you seen their adverts? Their adverts are quality. Unbelievable. I like their beer. Um, perfectly reasonable lager. Anyway, thanks for joining us uh, if you're listening to the podcast. Thanks for uh, if you're joining us live on Ampli.fi forward slash Guitar Nerds, which is the live streaming video component of this whole shebang. Or if you're watching uh, on the catch up on YouTube or on the Amplify site. If you are watching mm. live, feel free to join us. Jay Cross is going to be in the chat the whole time. I am. I can't see Inside anything right now because I'm cleaning my glasses. Um, so he's going to be on there answering your questions. If you've got anything, feel free. F- Feel free. Wow, oh, this is terrible. I can Do see. I can see why you were interviewed uh, for being on a podcast. I know. You're excellent at talking. I'm trying to be very pro. Okay. Um, I've not had much sleep. Give me some no, cups he, and you, you do look very tired. Yeah, I'm a bit tired. And yellow. I'm a bit tired. You look uh, yellow. Do I? Thanks. And beardy. Yeah, I'm very beardy. Very beardy. Mm. Um. So. Uh, yeah, do uh, send in your questions and stuff via the chat. We're also going to be taking questions from the Facebook group, uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum. Um, but first up, what's everyone been up to? Um, Matt, you've got something big to tell us, so we'll come to you last. Jay okay. Cross, how was your week? Uh, my week's been uh, okay. I were, um I went. Oh, thanks, Joe. Thanks for the coaster. That's all right. Now. Um, I uh, I went on a stag do this weekend um, with Matty, um, and it was uh, the stag do for um, Reese from Big Fat Engineering. 
and uh, it was really good. Um, nice. We uh, we it was actually a lot more civil. Whenever you hear the word stag do, it's always like oh god, bad times. Yeah, I bet it was. It was actually really really nice and really civilized. We went to uh, we went to Arundel, which is like one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. Yeah. Um, and it's only just it's only just down the road from where we live. And there are like two pubs in Arundel. Well, no, I, I could, we went to I think four. Um, <laughs> so no, it was it was lovely, really really lovely, really old town. Um, it's got a cathedral and a castle, which I believe were built by the Normans right after they invaded in 1066. So you know. I, History you know, cast. Thanks very much to our Norman leaders. Um, you know, what, they're still in charge, right? Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, Mate, so we you all know, know the Illuminati's in charge. Well, absolutely. So, um, but yeah, really, really lovely. And uh, I spoke a little bit to Reese about sort of what he's got going on. Um, and I, I called him out on that. Um, do you remember ages ago we talked about how he was going to be doing a. Um, optical trim yes and uh, he's just like oh yeah it's just really hard <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's, it is coming but it's like a little way off at the moment but so, one thing that I did find out that I didn't realise he did um, so obviously you know he's not very good at marketing it because A I really love his pedals B I'm his exact target market and B uh, sorry I've done B yeah. C we're really good mates BB um, you can order like custom yeah design pedals from him what so like you can he does be, custom visuals yeah so. you can be like oh look I really like uh, I really like King Fuzz but yellow who do you think I am Bart Simpson I need this to be in shell pink and he'll, he'll be like yeah okay that's right I'll do that for you he, he like does like custom you can get stuff. shell pink you King can get, Fuzz you can get pedals any of his pedals in whatever colour you want. Oh, he will also, uh, I saw on the Facebook page, he will add uh, extra switches and other yep. things if you want them. So he's built um, one of the Octo Fuzzes, I think, Octopus, Octopus Prime. But it had, it was in a square box rather, rather than, than the, the, the hexa- octagonal he- box. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, just the stand. Oh, yeah, that's but the Octopus Prime. Yeah. yeah, that's what he said. But he built it with but, two foot switches. Yeah, <coughs> right. Oh, really? Gotcha. Yeah. So what the oh, so fuzz, got, fuzz and, and the octave yes. were separate signals. Exactly. Awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I think you can basically say like, I really like your pedals, but can you do this to my specifications? Basically. So, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Super cool. You know. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, he's getting so, married. So. Yeah, that's what I did, and uh, you know, now that I've spoken on the podcast about him I don't have to buy him a wedding gift because that's what this is free advertising no I'm kidding no that wasn't what it was at all but no uh, that's what I got up to um, it was yeah it was really nice uh, and I still I've had a couple of people asking me what's going on with my um, uh, offset telly the, the uh, telly master that I ordered what's um, going on with that well I haven't picked it up yet because uh, <laughs> I think a few people were like oh god is it really bad and he's just not talking about it because he's embarrassed that isn't the case at all I haven't picked it up yet simply because of the the stuff that happened last week that we spoke about. I still haven't had the insurance money come in, so I can't afford to pick it up just yet. Right. But the uh, the shop where I'm buying it from have been incredibly uh, understanding and have been cool with me holding back for a couple of weeks. So oh, well. that will happen soon. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just I've, but I've been playing my telly, um, and I'm like, oh, maybe I don't want to sell it, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll figure. You it can't out. have the telly and the offset telly. That's no. pointless. Is it? Yeah. Well, yeah. Then no, you know what telly? They're not. They're rounded. That's true. Yeah, that is true. Um, 
You don't, yeah, don't keep both of them. Don't keep a special American special and have an American standard effect. No, no, I, I will sell the telly. It's time to it's time to move it on. I've had it for like you shouldn't have stuff for that long. Just move it on. I've had my base for nearly fourteen years. Oh, that's nearly as old as me. Yeah, it's long time as old to have a rubbish base. Joe Branton, yes. I'm going to ignore what you just said and ask you how your week was. You that's said to me week. earlier that you have been doing so much gigging and boozing yes. that you uh, basically weren't feeling very well. Yes. Why do it to yourself? Ah. Why not just become like me and Jay and play guitar at home in your pajamas? That that is an option. Yes, that's looking more and more like a very viable option. I'm wearing my slippers going. right now. Yeah, I know. They're good. Thanks. So, so uh, where have you been gigging? What have uh, you been well, doing? I, I, I had a I had a show on uh, Sunday up in Brixton. It was you know Art Tangent. We spoke about Art Tangent before yep. the uh, the sort of mathy proggy festival that happens in Bristol in August. Uh, they were putting on a sort of pre-show at the Windmill in Brixton, so it's just a few bands uh, from from Arc Ta- this year's Arc Tangent lineup. So we were playing on that, which was quite nice. We got second to headlining slot, which is quite good. Talons to headline, but there were some. Uh, Matt, Matt came along actually. Matt was there. I did oh yeah, it was yeah. very very good. I must admit, and I know you boys aren't into uh, into math, but uh, Joe's bass tone was absolutely on point. It, that Ashdown rig sounds incredible. Thanks, man. Did you take both cabs? I only used one, actually, just because it was an all-day festival and I knew that there were um, that mine wasn't going to be the base rig for the entire thing, so it was going to have to come on and off. I was just concerned about the amount of time we'd have. You did and, and backline of course, changes. Sorry? Yeah, because most normal bands do. It's just punk gigs where you don't do backline changes. How um, many bands were playing? Uh, I don't know, seven, eight, something seven, like that. Eight, well, seven, you all did backline yeah. Everyone bought backline with them. Uh, everyone bought guitar amps with them. There actually weren't that many bass players, um, as, as it happened. But uh, So Sounds they were like sort of coming on and off. a nightmare. Yeah, but, no, it was all right. But, I, you know, as I expected, I think we were 40 minutes late sort of on so the sound guy was because like too a, many backline changes so you had to you had to cut one song then <laughs> uh, we did yeah we yeah. did cut a song <laughs> cuts us straight 40 <laughs> minutes uh, out of the set yeah they, they wanted us to play for uh, for uh, half an hour instead of 45 so we cut one song yeah that's that is actually right. what, what okay. happened um, but no uh, that, it was really good there were some great bands Alma were there Matt you didn't turn up quite in time to see Alma but Alma um, Pete Lambrew from Alma is one of the fellas that we've uh, interviewed at the Cato studio things that me and Matt did with Boss. Pedalboard Showcase, I believe yeah, we called those on the yeah. YouTube channel. Yeah, but, uh, Pete Lambrew was one of those. Definitely worth checking out his board if if, uh, if listeners and viewers you want to check out uh, some ridiculous boards. He uses two pedal boards because uh, he plays in a, well, now a three-piece, but the three-piece consists of someone on Ableton, uh, <laughs> a piano player, and him playing guitar, but he also has like a bass board and a guitar board and it's, okay. it's ambient stuff and he also like loops all his vocals through a big RC300 it's it's a really awesome and incredible stuff so his set was brilliant and uh, yeah there were a few other great bands Talons were playing two two violins as well as uh, as well as a full sort of uh, what is your music two guitars bass and drums so they're, they're very good um, were the violin players using any effects um, actually no they, 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 they drive a little bit but uh, okay. that, that could just be because the venue's sound system wasn't there right um, but they, they were very good Matt what was what, what did uh, did you what was you, did you think that was good that was there uh, well actually I mean yeah I, I actually thought you were the best there Joe and I'm not just saying that I do I do really enjoy Joe's I wasn't band. even fishing then. Um, Talons were pretty good though. They were a kind of a mixture between. I don't know. They did remind me a lot of uh, 
like the more recent Godspeed record. I don't know if you've heard that, Jay, the new, the recent yeah. Godspeed Black Emperor record. Uh, so quite heavy, great, uh, good bass sound. He was using Reverend basses, and the yeah. other guy was using uh, Reverend guitars. Uh, did, did I mention it? Did I mention it last? Um, or, or were we talking about it, Matt? We, uh, we I might. think we were talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But in real life, we were talking about yeah. it in real life, not here. <laughs> that doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not friends with you outside this room. But Reverend have. Um, Ooh, excuse me. Easy now. Oh, yeah, yeah. A little, little bit of windy pops. Yeah, a bit, that's that's <laughs> Artois right there. Um, yeah, uh, Reverend have really jumped on sort of the the whole mass band scene, and uh, it's sort of uh, everyone seems to be getting endorsed by them at the I moment. I think on is, every scene, Reverend oh, is really? just all over the place. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. I think what a, a company for for making inroads. They seem. To, I just wish they did a bass that didn't look crap. But it, 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 as soon as they figure that out, as soon as they figure out that all bass players don't want that's what's big uh, that's eight what, pole humbuckers. That's what's stopping you getting that uh, endorsement, isn't it? <laughs> that's, that's, they that's don't the, do any basses yeah, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, who would endorse that face? Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, there it is. So, so yeah. Sorry, that was that. That was my week. So, okay. that was a great gig with loads, like the most ridiculous amount of uh, pedal boards there and effects, and uh, and of course that's why we we're forty minutes late because with many pedals and effects also comes many great responsibility, many problems with wiring and okay. delays to set starting were there any problems with your wiring or was this other bands oh actually there was there was a little problem uh wasn't there matt you you might have noticed about a, a couple of songs in uh our guitarist hit his uh his new actually he'd changed from using he has an aby box to switch between his two amplifiers and uh he um he's until recently has used an electro harmonics switchblade plus okay um and recently changed to a um radial one because he wanted yeah. something that was a bit better built um and it is it's certainly better built um it doesn't have any lights because it is completely passive yeah. which is to sort of stop the clicking sound that you get yeah. from them which is a great idea the problem is you it's you can't also, tell if it's on or off. It's quite yeah, hard yeah. to tell, but um, for whatever reason, he switched his second amp on halfway through. Bear in mind, he'd pressed it a number of times during the set, and all of a sudden, the amp came through like a lot louder. So obviously, there yeah. was some wiring issue that had made the amp sound quieter before that somehow resolved itself. So we, we, we tested it the next night, and we've retired that box. And actually, today, me and him were choosing between... Um, Fender do an ABY, yeah, which is also the exact same thing. Morley do the same, exactly the same pedal. The They're cool different. switch, yeah, no, no, uh, no, Morley no. It's just called the ABY. ABY. Oh. The same as Fender's ABY it is the same. It comes in the same packaging. It is the same. Every con- every button, every power insert is the same. It looks identical. One says Fender, one says Morley. So choosing between those, they look pretty sturdy. Or spending the big bucks and going for an orange. Um, Amp detonator. Amp detonator. See, if, if it was me, I'd contact uh, good old James at Bright Onion Pedals, uh-huh. just down the road from you, and get him to build something for you. Because he does some fantastic those. things. Yeah, that's actually a much better idea. I, compl- I always completely forget about Bright um, Onion. And he will build you anything. If you can dream it, he will build it. He will build it. He Which makes... I've done several, several times, and every time they come out absolutely amazing. What, and what ridiculously has he made cheap for price as well. He made me. I mean, he made me some switching boxes that are so complicated. It's not even worth me trying to explain them on here. Um, <laughs> he makes your pedal board dreams come true. He really. Yeah. I've seen some He's, of his um, creations on the, your board, and I have absolutely no idea how they work. Yeah, they're they're just empty. Right, just for show. Just for show. Right, you know. Um, but he would be the he would be the person to contact as well because a lot of those other ones don't have phase inversion and ground lift, mm. which if you're using both amps at the same time, 
if you don't have those can cause some problems yeah yeah the the orange one does have a um a phase inversion but isn't it massive that's the only problem isn't the box like it's quite large yes that that is the that is the negative it's also 119 pounds which i know isn't expensive for an effect pedal pedal. but for an aby bear in mind the the fender one which is probably next down in quality is 30 pounds you know, yeah. the, the the radial was forty five. What know. about the um, ART cool switch? Was always, oh, that's uh, the cool, that's the cool switch. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Um, Matt, what's your verdict on the cool switch? Because that was always my go to when people asked for for an ABY. Yeah, I mean, cheap and cheerful. I think great, but once again, doesn't have the phase lifting ground. So if you're if you're going to run Y, as in two amps at the same time, yeah, uh, not great. But for a cheap solution, actually, it's probably the best one and one of the smallest as well. Yeah. Um, radial um, had just brought out a new one that has got a light on it I believe oh really I'm almost and, certain I can't oh remember right. what it's called yeah that came out a couple of weeks ago no the one we covered one uh, maybe a month or so ago that was that has like four outputs yeah, yeah. do you remember I think or eight I think you can run four amps in yep. stereo or maybe yeah, yeah. two amps in stereo but yeah like a week ago or a couple of weeks ago they announced something else which yeah. I think is like an upgraded version of oh, probably right. what you've got already yeah. oh, that, that's what interesting I was, what I always like about the cool switch like Matt says it's cheap and cheerful but it will run active or passive so if you put a battery mm-hmm. in there it will um, have lights um, a battery or you can power yeah, it you can power 9 it. volt so yeah. that's quite good um, I think, I think lights are an essential definitely yeah it's just on cheap boxes it's hard to put that in without getting like that click like you yeah. say so um, so that was your uh, weekend mm. loads yes, of absolutely. gigging and stuff mm-hmm. um, do you feel that you're ready to do a podcast uh, yeah yeah I'm, I'm definitely I'm podcast ready I'm pod- do you know I'm podcast ready because because um, I'm really enjoying the new segments that we're we introducing we dragged it's- you kicking and screaming out of your bed to uh, to come and do this well I did really want to stay at home watching Stranger Things but oh I've, man uh, you don't know anything you're on episode 3 you yeah. know nothing no spoilers got another 5 to go oh man Gets dark. Um, I, so I just can't believe Winoni Ryder gets killed off at the end of, I know, the, the, end of the first episode. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. And then comes back as a dinosaur. Yeah, it's really mental. weird. Um, so uh, what have I been up to this week? Well, uh, I what have you been up to this week? took delivery of some barefoot buttons on the way home today. Oh, right, Swung yeah. by the post office and uh, got them. I think we're giving them away as a competition prize. I'm still not convinced by this concept. So explain what they are. So, for people that don't know, Barefoot Buttons are a company that make essentially little kind of caps that sit on top and screw onto your uh, effects pedal on and off switches. Rubber nibs. They're not rubber, will. they're metal. What? Yep. But they're just wider. Uh-huh. So, essentially, what it means is if, like me, you know, your pedal board doesn't go out of the house... Um, because, you know, I'm a bass player. Don't use any pedals because you shouldn't use pedals on bass. Um, but I've got a guitar pedal at home. It's not often that I'm playing guitar and I've got my shoes on. So treading on those uh, on-off switches on pedals can hurt your little feet. I'm with you 100%. It's always been something that's like made me feel really uncomfortable. You have to kind of like position your big toe. Yeah, right directly on it. Directly yeah. on it. And... This is if you don't own bus pedals, of course. Oh, of yeah, course, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's always made me like feel re- like just the idea of a foot pushing right down on one of those really hard electro harmonic oh, switches. God, I hate it because I like because I mean when I you when I've used pedals and stuff in the past life, um, I always stamp on them really hard. Yeah, and just just the thought of doing that without wearing shoes makes me feel really really Nasty. queasy. I am. Um, there's a. Uh, 
a quite old school uh, sort of math post rock band um, called Upsy Downsy. Um, yeah, you, you've heard of them. Their, yeah, their, their yeah, name yeah. is actually longer because yeah, it's, yeah, it's the, the Konami co- code. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, but uh, Upsy Downsy for for abbreviation. Their bass player doesn't wear um, uh, socks or shoes. Well, I, I guess if you're not wearing. Yeah, it doesn't wear shoes or socks. That way. Okay. okay. Um, and uh, yeah, once at a show, I, I watched him sort of really pummel his foot into a, a Line oh. Six DL Four on the floor, and afterwards was showing me this this sort of bloodied imprint that horrible. on the underside I of his foot. I can't handle it. So he was saying that it virtually stuck on, like he had to oh. like pull his foot. Off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so Ow. basically, barefoot buttons would be the ideal solution for him. It, they're a little disc essentially um, that slots over the top of uh, just a regular effects pedal switch. Um, they do two types, one for a kind of locking switch and one for that kind of um, non-latching um, switch um, that basically gives you a wider surface area and it's got two Allen keys on either side and you kind of pop that onto the uh, pop that onto the pedal switch and it means that you can play guitar in your socks or sockless. Um, it's actually quite a nice idea, even without the whole uh, cool. shoes off thing. Indeed, um, loads of different colours to match your oh, pedals. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah, you can get them. Uh, there's a nice How purple one. I don't know. I don't know. Have that, a look that, at their website. That's the, that, that's I think the... it's barefootbuttons.com. I don't think they're very expensive. No, yeah. I don't think they're hugely expensive. But they will do also. Apparently, they'll do laser etching as well. So if you want to get your band's logo or your particular thing. Uh, we could get some guitar nerds ones, for example. Mm. Um, you can get it laser etched onto each of these, and all of your uh, all your pedals can have your logo on, which is pretty neat. So uh, yeah, I've got those. Um, I'm going to test them out and take some photos and stuff, and do a review for uh, the site guitarnerds.net, um, and then we'll give them away in the Facebook group, I think. Um, and I haven't decided whether we'll give them all away to one person or, or... What, whether you get to keep a couple. Nah, no, I'm, I won't do that. <laughs> and what I was thinking is more we can spread the love and everyone can have one. Right. But, well, not is everyone can one? have one. We've got a 1,000 people in... Uh, 3,000 people in the Facebook yeah. group. Um, yeah, maybe we should just give them away as a set. That makes more sense, doesn't it? I mean, or yeah, maybe... I guess it kind of depends on how many... I mean, for ease of packaging... How they... many have we got? How many uh, Patreon subscribers have we like got? Like eight... Oh, no, yeah, no, no. That's we've got more Patreon subscribers than that, but we've got like eight buttons. Right. Um, but yeah, so I'm, that's only enough to do eight pedals or uh, two flashback fours. That's true. That is true. Why would you have two flashback fours? Uh, for Why double not? delay. Double delay. Delay. What is double, double quadruple delay? It's double quadruple delay. Anyway, double. so um, yeah, you can only have two on at once though. Ah, uh, double three. double delay. Quadruple delay then? No, triple. The the triple lets you have three on. Right. I don't know what's going on now. Um. So yeah, I've, that's what I've been doing this week. Basically, I just literally got those on the way home. Um. And that's kind of the only guitar-related thing. Oh, what? I say that I've been um thinking about what we can do with the purple purple strat, the pink strat. Yeah. Um. I think we're gonna do a video series called that I'm gonna call mod mode where we basically put it out there we do one video a month with this guitar and we say put it out on YouTube and say okay this month we're talking about pickups which pickups should we put in this vote in the comments below then in that month we get the pickups we do the thing then we do an updated video of the guitar and we say okay right we're going to do the tuners this week uh, this month then we do that I think it'd be cool I was thinking um, about ideas okay uh I think that's a great idea, by the way, mod mode. I think we should... It, it was mod mode, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, mod mode. We should definitely do that. Mod mode. I'm really mod up for mode. these like little video <laughs> things. Mod mode. I'm, I'm up for these little video things, but I was I thought of a new idea uh, okay. the other day. Um, I don't know if it's new. We might have spoken about it before. 
Um, in fact, we definitely did, now that I think about it. Okay. I think we should all each buy a guitar for 50 quid. Okay. And have a fortnight to mod it individually the most amount that each of us can to make it a decent gigable guitar this is gonna get really expensive no or why don't you set a why don't you set a budget you could do like a top gear style thing where we each get 200 quid and you've got to try and make the best that's too much a hundred has to be a hundred each i I think you could probably do it for a hundred quid a hundred each you've got to buy a guitar and mod it and at the end of it we'll let all the all the uh facebook uh, people decide on who's Who? made the best guitar. Okay, um, I'm how really long, up. How for long that. are we gonna have? A forty-eight fortnight. hours. No, a fortnight. I think a fortnight. For, for, forty-eight hours. I think we should do it live. <laughs> forty-eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> we we each like no because we've got we, some of us will pay for teching and stuff like that. Some will yeah. pay to take it. So, yeah. Yeah. Forty-eight hours. <laughs> no, I think we should have two weeks or a month because we're doing when we do these video yeah, things. Okay. It tends to be that we do them in monthly cycles. So. Yeah. Okay. I think mod mode we should definitely do. Let's do that first. Mod mode. I, r- uh, I really want to. I really want to do this. If if people are interested in this idea, let us know on the Facebook because we've, um, we've got, I, I'm really up for. We've got some Patreon money we could spend on this. There's some budget for this. Um, yeah, I'm up for it. Yeah, I'm up yeah, for it. Yeah, brilliant. EMGs. Oh, that'd be great. I'm just saying. EMGs. You're, you're, you're going to spend all you're of your waste budget, your entire budget on EMGs. <laughs> EMGs and a and a tweak from that from. Uh, from outside, you're just gonna make a gent. No, stick. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go make to the a charity Chapman shop. Stick. I'm gonna go to the charity shop down the road. They've got a square affinity in the window for 105 quid. Yeah, that's over you know, your knock, hun- knock, hun- knock them down. You know, I bargain a bit. <laughs> get a 99 quid. Bargain in the charity shop, or maybe maybe rather than bargain in the charity shop, can you like can you take something down in exchange for credit? I think it should be a hundred pounds. <laughs> that's not I've how got charity shops work. I think it should be a hundred pounds or like. I don't know, but like, <laughs> not, but not like. I was gonna say like an exchange, but that sounds a bit dodgy. Yeah, bartering, um, exchange of services, bartering or like, yeah, I don't know. Okay, I'm up for this. We will do so that. So what is it gonna be? A hundred quid? Yeah, in total. Everything. So for everything, in so you've total. got a hundred pounds. You've got to buy it and mod it. Okay, like and you can it up. Yeah, you've got to, you've got to mod it yourself, Jay. So buy that soldering iron. Because then we've got to, we'll get someone we'll get in a third party. We will get someone like Dan Grace to to demo all four of the guitars. Yeah, and we'll show the our Facebook audience that and they can decide. Hundred quid is not very much money. No, no, that's no. why it's good. That's why it's good because it's going to rely on our skill and ability. I don't not have our any skill and I don't have any ability. You're not going to well, win. Yes, then. you do. You've got the gift of the gab. That's why you're going to be able to buy something cheap by talking someone into selling you something cheap. Then you're going to be able to get cheap work done off of a tech. It's going we'll to be see. great. I'm going to do all the work myself. I think. Me too. Mine's all going to be about the. Finish. That's why I need to go EMGs solderless. Yeah. Easy setup. Yeah. Yeah. So um okay, well that's the plan then. Let's do um let's get this pink get the pink straight out of the way yeah. first. Mod mode. Mod mode. Then what we could probably do is why don't we do them as a video diary series? Yeah. What are we gonna call the, the series? Um I've got a great idea for what this should be called. What? Um I don't think it exists yet. We should call it <laughs> Mod Mode. <laughs> I can't even keep this. I'm sorry. We should call it Mod Mode. Mod Mode. Wait, can we take that? Can we Can we cut and start again? No, we can't. We could call it... We should call it Mod Mode. What's wrong with Mod Mode? <laughs> I don't know. Just Mod Mode. Mod um, Mode. Yeah, we could call it Mod Mode Challenge or something. Top. Let's just call it Top Gear. No. 
No, no, it's not not good at that. Top, top fret. Top gear. Yeah, I don't you, think you, we'd be able to get super guitar. <laughs> super guitar. I don't know. So we're, if, we're if anyone's, if anybody's got any ideas of what we should call this, fun for a ton. This is probably the fun first. Oh, that's it. Ton. That's it. <laughs> fun, oh, fun for a ton wins. Okay. If but, if anybody's got a better idea, because hmm. that is quite yeah. good. Okay, so, but it does sound like something that someone who, well, I was going to say, sits like, around a glass table would come up with. It sounds. That's what it sounds doing. like the final round of bullseye. Uh, right. <laughs> all right, all right, here we go. Fun for a ton. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Will you win? Fun for a ton. <laughs> Any- <laughs> anyway, um, we did say, Matt, you got some. Uh, we got you got some big news. Oh yeah, we haven't even done that. We've yet. Not even oh done yes, that. we've got to do news, news. Yeah. Yeah, well. we've got to do news, news. But maybe we could send that, save that for last week. Uh, yeah. For last week, we'll save it for last. We'll save week. it for <laughs> in the past. Save it for last week. Um, Matt and I. Yeah, I, how 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 detailed should I go? Should I just should I just should I give it all away? Yeah, all, where I'm going, all the veins, all the veins. Well, not I mean what I'm doing. Yeah, I mean what just I'm seeing. just say so the times they are a changing. The times they are a changing. Uh, I I am making a big decision to step out of retail, Boo. and a few of our. Uh, I think a few of our sort of Facebook group people and podcast listeners have queried the fact that a position that they know I uh, currently hold has been advertised and uh, yeah I'm I'm leaving I'm going to work possibly in my dream job <laughs> oh Instagram um, I really should turn going, that off every time for, you're going to work for Instagram <laughs> I'm going to work for Instagram no um, I'm going to work for Roland Europe as one of their product managers for boss which um, means, boys and girls, we can probably tell Matt what pedals we think should be made. And yeah, Matt will get them made. We should send to us. We sh- I suppose we should say that um, you know when I went for the job, I made it very important that Guitar Nerds was uh, very important to me, and the people that I'm working with know all the Guitar Nerds people, and uh, they really enjoy the podcast, and they are happy for me to you know talk about other things. So well, I think it's very important to say that we're not going to be. There's not going to be any biases there, but the reason that they're happy with you carrying on doing this is because this we're the reason that a bunch of these recent products have come out. I'm not sure. I, that's I think it's definitely but. true. How many times did we talk about they should do an RC1? Although, although every time I hook up with the boys from Boss, I tell them they should be doing a um, a retro styled bass amp series, and that still hasn't happened. I mean. Well. We'll you see. can say you can we'll take all these ideas. In the face, mate. You know. <laughs> so, um, so as well as being um, getting a new job there, you've also got a new job on Guitar Nerds, which is senior Roland and Boss uh, reporter. And yeah. you, you can't talk about anything else. Does this mean we can get embargoed news on the podcast ahead of? We can't get embargoed news on the podcast. No, we can't get embargoed news because it's embargoed. But it does mean that <laughs> <laughs> this is unless I say it on the podcast. And it then uh, get in it does mean that we week. might be able to get things for review maybe I don't know I can't say Whoa, um, he's I making promises he hasn't even started yet um, we'll see maybe I'll just um, maybe I'll just get to take it all home I think and, the, important, uh, the important thing to remember is that um, none of us are supportive of what any of the other one does and so the fact that Matt is going to be working for this company who we tend to talk about a little bit anyway means that the rest of us are just going to start being really hypercritical about everything yeah. oh, so, so like, um, yeah, I'm yeah. going to so, yeah, we don't want anybody um, to think that anything's going to change in that and instance. I will I will uh, yeah I just I, but I, you know I did want to I think when we discussed it you know, I wanted to be make it Clear that we didn't want to. 
we, be no we didn't want to be biased about anything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I start that on Monday. Amazing, so, exciting time. Bye bye retail. That's ten years for me. Um, it is gone, and it's been fun. Uh, there's been there's been smiles, there's been tears, and now I'm leaving. It was the best of times. Time. It, it was, was the blurst of time. Anyway, so yeah, that was the big news. Uh, Matt is uh, you're going off to Roland and or Boss, and uh, and yeah, we just want to make it clear that you know we're still going to be as impartial as we kind of always are, and more so now that Matt works there. I think we're actually going to be way more critical about oh, Boss 100%. Stuff because it's fun just to uh, it's fun to tease. So. Year of the year. Gear of the year and every product is boss. Well, yeah, I mean, thankfully, I guess we've got like, you know, we've got form there because the well, like last boss year have won two years in a row. Or something. Uh, no, they no, won just last, last year. No, ESA last year. won last year. Year before yeah. was the yeah, Strymon was the Strymon. yeah, which one? The Deco. Deco. Deco yeah. Yeah, yes, and Wait, year before. you've got some Roland headphones on. It started already. They've what infiltrated the podcast. Oh no! <laughs> anyway, should we do some news? Yeah. New apparition. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, so first up, it's not any. It's not really any official news, um, but just something that I think people should check out on the internet. Um, yeah. Fender have made Matt Skiba a, a copy of Mark Hoppus. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Matt Skiba has been playing a kind of bright pink uh, it's lipstick pink is lipstick, the official is colour. it okay lipstick yeah. pink um jaguar uh it's a yeah it's, yeah, it's, a, it's a jaguar, H-H, jaguar yeah. isn't it I think. no, oh, no it's just single humbucker single humbucker yeah yeah, yeah yeah but it's jaguar scale yeah. skiba plays jaguar yeah. scale yeah. so interesting that he's kind of gone in for that i think yeah. he's been playing fender stuff for a little while um and it looks like this isn't a signature model for the moment but it it's is kind of a blink signature model isn't it well cool basically it's, it's, it's really cool it's, super so it's cool. pretty much the same as what delong was Playing, I guess, when he was a Fender endorsing. Yeah, but, was it? But uh, in, well, he had a Strat. In, so yeah. DeLong had a Strat with a, with a super distortion. No, it was a, it was Simba a Duncan Invader. Invader, yeah. Invader. Interestingly, sorry. though, but, but just like similar, yeah, is in similar as in that it's a a bright coloured single pickup yeah, Fender sort of thing. Do you know yeah. what pickups in this one? No, I don't actually. An EMG fifty seven. Oh, with a chrome, cover which on is it. Uh, really? an EMG, nice. I believe, active. Is that right, May? Uh, yep, that is active. It's an active pickup that looks like a you know path humbucker. Um, so yeah, that's cool. Choice. I like that. I like that. The idea of that. Like if if you're gonna play something that that you know sounds crap, at least make it look good. That's good. Well the thing done. Is, the thing is, actually EMG. though, it, I don't think EMG sound that far off something like an Invader because they're super tight, yeah, super yeah. compressed. Um, yeah. really loud so there's probably not that much difference no it's really cool I'm really into this guitar I think it's a great looking guitar I think Fender will sell them by the truckload if they come out that's if the they big come thing out, yeah of course if they come Which, out I just want a guitar in that colour I, I just, just kind yeah. of I, I've always want thought a it, was, in that it was weird that the Mark Hoppus came out as a Fender at all as like a £650 Fender and, and sort of the DeLong did the same like I, I thought when DeLong moved to Gibson they made a smarter choice in that they released a three hundred and fifty pound yeah. Epiphone. Well, that like, but that came that that came a lot later. Like I, the, I know it did because yeah. the the Gibson three three it was the ES three three three. Yeah, that came out and they were they were so popular and they they went immediately. Yeah, mm. and and then they just discontinued them and it was it was only after like maybe maybe three. 
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Three years of, of bickering and badgering from everyone that the, um, the Epiphone version oh, came really? out. Oh, really? I yeah, didn't realize there was, it was, it was a It was a long gap. Were Blink even together when that came out? I don't out? think well, probably so. Probably not, because the second, he, the he, he started playing it on, on the last record before they had their first split, which would have been 2003. Right. So, really? Wow. And then they were split up until, what, 2007, 2008, something yeah. like that? Yeah. So, so well, in, maybe then. Interestingly, maybe. looking into it, not the first Matt Skiba signature model is it not no right. he's got an acoustic oh he's got that awful acoustic the one with the little heart yeah from the it's cool. like the alkaline trio symbol isn't it that's all oh, that's one of them yeah the yeah, yeah. Uh, that kind of heart with the downward arrow but yeah. also he had a guitar before that a gpc matt skiba signature which What's gpc the giorgini precision craft uh it's a guy called mass giorgini uh who is from squirt gun he was in the band Squirt Gun, yeah, yeah. Um, but also Sonic Iguana Studios, which is one of the iconic um, pop-punk recording studios. Did loads of the Screech and Weasel stuff, Mr. T Experience, Bouncing Souls, maybe, at some point. Um, and he started a guitar company called GPC, um, who made primarily Mosrite copies, oh, did yes. did uh, the Ben Weasel signature Weaselrite guitar, um, but also did some um, signature models for Alkaline Trio. There was a Dan Adriano bass. There was also a Jesse Michaels Les Paul. from Was there? Yeah. Um, from uh, Operation Ivy and his other band that I've forgotten. Common Rider. Common Rider. Um, and yeah, a Matt... Classics Mas- of Love. Indeed. A, uh, and a Matt Skiba uh, signature, which was basically this guitar. It was a oh, really? single pickup, single humbucker, jazz master style. Um, they are super rare. Like, it, try right. and get hold of any GPC stuff. Because what colour was it? Uh, black, black with, with a, a black scratch. No, right. with a red um, like tortoiseshell. Okay. Well, not tortoiseshell, but you know, you get that perloid. Sorry, that's yeah, what yeah. I mean. Red oh, perloid scratch nasty. plate. So. Yeah, it didn't look great. I the don't red, like red tortoiseshell. Uh, yeah. Red perloid. Red tortoiseshell is first great. proper guitar I ever had. Had a red. It was black with a red uh, perloid plate. Like the Pete Wentz. Yeah, it did look like the Pete Wentz. Indeed. Um, so yeah, new Matt Skiba guitar maybe I, coming down the pipe. I really hope they do it. And 
I really wouldn't be surprised if they did because they. But Fender, do it as a squire. Well, I mean, Fend, I mean that would be cool. But the thing is, is the Fender do appear to be, you know, a they've got that history of doing a lot of like pop punk uh, signature models. Yeah, and also um, they seem to be finally listening to people in that they're making a broader range of offset guitars. And, you know, we've seen, uh, in terms of signature models come out, you know, there's been the Jim Root, uh, the, the Jim Root uh, Jazzmaster, uh, the Jay Maskis Jazzmaster, the Johnny Marr Jag. Yeah. Um, wasn't there another Jaguar? I think, I can't remember offhand, but, you know... But it, even reintroducing things like the Bass 6. Yeah, and, absolutely. And the introduction and like, of the... Um, that bass short scale yeah three lipsticks uh, yes rascal the rascal, rascal bass. Yeah. Um, yeah so you know it makes sense that they would do it uh, I've just been corrected on the amplify chat here by uh, uh, Garvs of Garv Garvsify Garvener Garvsify uh, it's a jazz master it's not a Jaguar okay the, the so uh, full scale the yeah I guess so is it yeah, oh, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Um, okay yeah, I think if they did a uh, lipstick pink Squire with either like an EMG or one of those kind of passive EMG cheaper versions, that would sell very well indeed. So, um, shall we do... Let's do one more bit of news, I think, uh, and then we'll move on to Brand of the Week because we are deep into the podcast already. Yeah. Um, so one that I wanted to shout about was the Italia Jeffrey Foskett signature model. I don't know who Jeffrey Foskett he, apparently is. Apparently he's in the Beach Boys. Um, mm, indeed. Matt, have you got some details? Because I put a story up on the Guitar Nerd site, um, but I've completely forgotten. It's got some really unique features, uh, and if you've got them there, you could um, fill us in. I have. I've got a little bit of a spec rundown. So, classic uh, sort of Italia design in a wicked, uh, like, lake placid blue. Yeah, but it's, um, it's, it's like sparkle, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a yeah. It's more like a blue. I don't know. It's kind of the color of Lake Placid blue, but it's probably got like a thicker flake to it. Yeah. Um, twelve string kind of crazy headstocks, like six in a line, and then another six in a line that's sort of face back. Oh yeah, so yeah, like yeah, yeah. They do that. It's like half cello headstock, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then there's kind of like some weird guitar features in terms of pickup. So double you've input. Got in, you've got independent on-off switches for each pickup. Um, so it's like two humbuckers, uh, master volume, master tone, uh, and then you've got uh, a blend control for each pickup as well. Yep. So you can kind of mix them in so there's no like pickup selector. Um, and then, yeah, there's also, bizarrely enough, an LED located under the pickups to make it clear which one is on. Um very weird That's loads cool. of switches loads of kind of cool features two inputs um, and it's um, actually um, older and ash so it's not some of the cheaper Italias are like the kind of resin aren't they they're sort of like a like a fiberglass style yeah they're, um, they're like body. plastic basically yeah um, so this one's like sort of solid wood rosewood fretboard uh, 25 inch scale length um, semi hollow yeah, uh, cool guitar. Don't know if it's available in the UK yet. Just seems to be on the Italia website. Uh, uh, it is definitely coming into the UK. Yeah, um, they're they're like thirteen hundred dollars. One so of the one of the weirdest things is that massive plate that it's got that seems to just have his his uh, signature, signature on it. it I which think that's is kind of positioned cool. just below the. I'm sort of into it, but it's it. in a weird place. It's almost like the oh, where should we put it's this? It's like a little scratch plate, really, almost. Yeah, almost. But um, it's, 
So, Matt, one thing you didn't point out there is it, that it's got FOSS-Q, uh, which is an enhancer switch. Um, yeah, it's um, it's based, I think, on... There's a particular compressor called the Jangle Box, yeah. which was made famous by the guy, I uh, forget his name, uh, who played in The Birds, and I think he designed it. It's like a, a 60s compressor that's Roger McGuinn? designed. Yeah, I think it was him. He he played the twelve string Rickenbacker, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was designed for him. He was using a twelve string with a Vox AC thirty, and it was designed to give like basically maximum jangle for kind of that sort of classic sort of sixties sort of like pop sound. Um, and I think this has got the same circuit built into it, or a very similar styled circuit for kind of effectively that sixties Beach Beach Boys kind of real bright jangle twelve string yeah. sound. Yeah. Yeah, I think it looks super cool. Uh, the colour's really good, and it's really unique. And if I guess if you're a fan of that, like you say, like the Beach Boys or the Birds, you know, that real jangly 60s uh, yeah. tone, this is a cool a guitar. Or alternative to Rickenbacker. Yeah. I mean, I've seen those Roger McGuinn Rickenbackers. I saw one secondhand. They go for like four or five thousand pounds yeah. secondhand. It's bananas, um, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, this so, is, like you say, a, a real good cheap option to that, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Joe Branton, I'd say you've got maybe five to ten minutes. So I've got to keep this short. Did I? Did it go on a little bit last week? Brand of the week? No, but we've talked about a lot of stuff, and we did mm. say that we'd fit in some questions this week. Okay. So, um, so we we'll keep. Last keep week snappy. you promised to tell us about uh, one of fact, two things. Do the jingle. Okay. The jingle. Yeah. It's oh jingle. yeah. Okay. Good. Brand of the week. That face. Horrible. No, it's good. It's a solid face. Talk about Stranger Things. So last week on Brand of the Week, I uh, I gave listeners and viewers the choice uh, between two brands, um, and I said that I'd put like a little uh, voting thing up. You on didn't the do Facebook. that. I did didn't you? do that. No, no. So basically, I made the decision for you. Um, I was choosing between uh, popular eighties brand, True Democracy, Hona, and uh, and um, not so popular, virtually unknown underdog, Dyn Electro. Um, and I have opted to tell you all about Dyn Electro, seeing as I'm on a bit of a 60s roll at the moment. Because what have I done so far? Uh, you did Goya. Uh, uh, yeah. And before that, I did Airline. So I've yeah. sort of, I've been keeping up this. Like, Wasn't the first one we did, Hofner? Hagstrom. Well? No. Oh, Hagstrom. Yeah, Hagstrom, it was. Yeah, yeah the Viking, I remember. So I have kind of quite consistently looked at little 60s brands that have gone under. And I guess in every other case other than this, I've had, well, actually, no, I guess Goya also. It's sort of, we're just like 60s brands that have disappeared into nothingness. Dyn Electro. Very interesting band, a name that you will only hear very, very occasionally. And I'm, I'm not saying Dan Electro in a weird way. I mean Dyn Electro. Dyn Electro. D-Y-N Electro. Um, a really weird brand that turned up in the 60s. They were an Italian brand. Um, and they, uh, they they were only made for, for for a short period, really had their heyday sort of in the, in the early and mid-60s. Although, believe it or not, like... I. I did all that research, found that out, and then later I found uh, the company who make Dyn Electro. Uh, Dyn Electro did actually appear randomly in one of their mid seventies price lists as well. Okay, but but I can't find any examples of instruments right. from that time. So so I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, the company, the Italian uh, uh, company, was called uh, Miazzi. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Miazzi. 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 Let's say Miazzi. Yeah. Like mozzarella, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, Miazzi. Yeah, double, double Z. Um, so yeah, so uh, Miazzi were um, 
Uh, they, they were very different from the other companies coming out of Italy at the time. Italy in the 60s was kind of a bit of a uh, uh, a bit of an epicenter for uh, instrument builds. We certainly had uh, Eco, or uh, yep. Echo rather. The, uh, the I always say Eco. Yep. It's very annoying. Echo uh, so it came out of uh, um, Italy around that time, um, and Italy were doing very well for sort of making interesting, weird guitars and amplifiers. Um, Miazzi differed from these companies. Uh, a fair bit because they were actually a manufacturing giant certainly if you ask an Italian person if you mention the name Miazzi they won't Im- in, uh, immediately they'll, they'll think they'll say no you're saying it wrong yeah, they'll say yeah, they'll probably say that but they'll that also like double Z like mozzarella but yeah. Miazzi right okay you mean Miazzi mate it's, yeah uh, <laughs> isn't <laughs> um, he the geezer in Karate Kid <laughs> Mr. Miazzi yeah <laughs> but uh, yeah uh, people Italian people would uh, if you would say the brand name they would think batteries because Miazzi were actually the, the Duracell of Italy okay uh, so uh, amongst other things they also made clocks so they were very much a um, an, an entrepreneurial uh, company yes sorry um, but anyway that aside so they made Dyn Electro Dyn Electro actually started life um uh, they, they were made out of out of Sicily. They moved to Germany at some point, but again, this was such a small company that even that I can't find any information on when they moved to Germany or why. Just that they had done at some point. I've only and only found that out in a couple of blogs that I read that I can only read in Italian and translate and then try and work out what on earth is being said because the translations are weird. But anyway, the um, the, the the company uh, Dynaletra actually started. Uh, life being called uh, Framez, okay, uh, which obviously we Framus, a Framus copycat company, um, but switched to Dyn Electro when they introduced the Longhorn uh, model, okay, um, which they did as a bass, a fretless bass, and a guitar. Sounds um, very similar to uh, the Dan Electro <laughs> Longhorn, exactly. But here's the thing with Dyn Electro, and that's what, exactly what Miazzi did with the Framers models: was these weren't budget replications these were great quality so they introduced with Dyn Electro they had a standard range and they had uh, a deluxe model yeah. in, in the one guitar shape that they made the standard range copied the Dyn Electro it was made out of masonite it was very simple if anything maybe slightly inferior because uh, it, it was quite basic on the on the sort of um, finishes and things like that the deluxe model is really one and the deluxe model is the one that I can find lots of examples of because the deluxe model was um, it changed things like it got rid of the naff little tuners changed those for solid metal tuners um, the bridge was more proper um, they were bound bodies beautifully painted sunbursts and um, were all solid wood construction um, so they were kind of a a really high quality version of a Dan Electro and certainly that's what I've thought when I've come across them they've always looked like good reliable alternatives to what is quite a budget cool looking cool sounding but dodgily built instrument um, but yeah that is the I'll, I'll cut off some stuff so that we can we can keep it short but yeah I, I, there is so little information on Dyn Electro out there you can find a lot of stuff on um, I found some information on uh, fetishguitars.com. They had some cool stuff on, yeah. I know. So it really, that really sounds like combining the site that combines your two interests in the most uh, yeah. obvious we, way. Which which one of those things were you searching for when you stumbled across yeah. this website? <laughs> yeah, this is how I learned about them. But they were um, they are really interesting, really that cool looking. Dyn Electron. Um, no, it does. Have yeah. you been saying it wrong the entire time? Maybe. maybe. Let's see. What does it I say? Did, actually, I, I did a 
Um, I don't know if it was the yeah. same brand. <laughs> so yeah. this is Joe's, Joe Branson's research. <laughs> the brand that you've been talking about for the last 10 minutes. Yes. And uh, two A couple of weeks. Yeah, last yeah. few weeks and have done all this research on. The brand is actually called Dynelectron. I didn't look at that. I mean, there's no wonder there. you can find any bloody information on it, you dingus. <laughs> the only stuff you found was from idiots like you who were <laughs> writing about a brand but spelling it incorrectly. Okay. I, well, I, I, I really want to buy one of those Gibso Les Pauls, but I can't <laughs> find any information on it. Oh, God damn it. Well, you can't find anything on them. Anyway, you have to search for Miazzi, so okay. I, I found them on there. Anyway, they are totally wicked <laughs> in <laughs> <laughs> I've ruined my own segment. Um, More of this every week. Yeah, but anyway, check out Dyn Electron um, because they are really cool, really interesting guitars. And if you can find one, which there are a couple kicking around at the moment on um, on summerVintageGuitars.com. So this is just guitars.blogspot. Yeah, there is. there was someone that was pointing out that there is one for sale at the moment, but I can't remember where. Anyway, they are super rare and they are well cool. So check out dine electron and learn some interesting stuff about a cool retro guitar company next week um i was gonna say can i suggest a brand for next week yeah i think we should move off of the 60s okay thing, i was maybe. gonna suggest no, the go 60s one no no let's maybe, keep it going let's make this the last one yeah okay wandra french right. brand oh w-a-n-d-r-e okay wandra right no, i'm sure there's not an the n on the end miss out the last letter because huh? then Branton will do some research on it. If you miss out the last letter, Branton can do some research. Wonder. <laughs> right. Okay. Wonder. That's what we'll do next week. Then we'll find out some more Wonder. information. Anyway, also on on that note, these uh, Dyna Electrons uh, don't go for very much money, um, and they are incredible build quality. That's because so. people keep putting them up on eBay, missing a letter at the end, <laughs> so you can't find them. Oh, God damn it. Anyway, thanks for that, Joe Branton. That was really informative. That go. was very informative. I mean, man. you know, apart from the obvious, apart from the obvious <laughs> um, <laughs> it was really. Another uh, excellent brand of the week. If you've got um, brands to suggest, uh, next week let's do Wandra because I suggested it. But um, either put it in the Amplify chat or go onto the Facebook group and um, suggest them for uh, yeah brand of the week. Shall we move or on? And brand of the Wii, as it's now called. <laughs> <laughs> brand of the Wii. Oh, God, I'm never going to live this down. Um, incredible. Absolutely incredible. Top notch. Um, so right, we did say we do some questions this questions. week. Questions. Is there anything uh, from the Amplify chat, Jay, that we need to cover? If not, we've got an abundance of Facebook questions. There is, yeah. We've got. We've had a couple of questions come in, actually. Okay. And I, I, I don't, you know, unfortunately, they're... they're they're both for Joe. Oh, God. We've had a couple. So, are you all right with jumping off with some base questions? Let's do one question for Let's Joe. That's all he's allowed. We'll one question for Joe. Okay, all right. Um, this is quite interesting. Uh, Harry wants to know, uh, cons- I'm considering a custom Sandberg base. Mm-hmm. They're roughly £1,300. Can anyone think of a better base for that money? Um being able to have a, a custom build for that sort of money is incredibly good, and I do think that um, that Sandberg have some great options. They're not exactly custom at that price, though, are they? No. Well, if you're talking about the using the online custom shop builder, I think at that price you don't get that though. I think what you get, I mean, when you say custom, it's like the you know the uh, Fender. American build experience, whatever they're calling it now, um, where you know it's a neck bolted onto a, a body. It's not yeah. like the the guitar's being made specifically for you. Oh, so it's, yeah. is it, it's more like a, a, a Warmoth. 
type mm, thing. No, because Warmoth essentially just sell you the parts. Yeah. It's more it is much more like that Fender mod shop or whatever yeah, they call yeah, it. Yeah. Mod mode. Uh, <laughs> mod mode. Um and yeah, so they're just you know, you pick a body and then you pick a neck and I think they've got like various bodies in different stages of aging because they do right up to the hardcore relicking which yeah. are like it's really cool. yeah I, their saying, relicking isn't very good though oh no I like it no, I really you're, like you're it you're wrong on the real like high end you're of the relicking you're so I really wrong. like it no you can't you can't have a modern brand do relicking I think it's something they should stay no, out I like it's it. ridiculous ridiculous having satin necked guitars that have been relicked it's like, oh, I like no, it that, that's, that's not what they should, they should look. anyway um, I, I actually really I'm, I'm not that into sandbags having seen them up close I just I don't think the quality lives up to the price point. As a counterpoint to that, I really like Sandberg. I think the build is phenomenal for the money. Well, when you, you can buy a Fender and actually get the real thing rather well, than this, imitation yes, of it. Yes, but you're not getting um, that kind of, you know, that build, I don't no, think. I guess, true, the, true. I guess the thing is, is that, um, you know, if Fender... Do, I mean, it's, it's like we were literally just saying with that Matt Skiba, like, they might not make that. Yeah. You yeah, know, and you yeah. might not be able to. They do like get for ex- that exact spec. Well, for example, Sandberg do like really good kind of greens and things like that, and blues that you just. Not oh, gonna what get. a wonderful segue! Thank you for that. Okay, fine. Did, go did on you then. know that by the page I was no. on? No, was that a deliberate segue? No, not at all. Okay, so the alternative that I would uh, like to suggest is um, is carving guitars. What? Uh, yes, carving guitars also offer a custom shop for about that price point. In fact, you can do it for less. Um, not only uh, do they offer it for that price point, it actually really is a custom shop. So if you go, so Carvin are a part of Kiesel Guitars, uh, so you can go onto their onto their website on kieselguitars.com, that's K-I-E-S-E-L, um, and uh, and there is a, a builder, so you can select uh, you can select your your body shape and you can build from there um, and it will give you a price on the website you can purchase on in fact you can even apply for finance and actually at the moment they're doing a sale uh, which they're doing throughout the summer um, which is is pretty good so it's uh, it's something like $150 off oh, the top of whatever they even do like jazz bass style oh yeah they do a P bass as well okay so um, yeah and you can have it I mean that's not a P bass and and they have something called Kiesel Green, which is which is why it's a segue. Also, check out this price. Yeah, I mean that is. I am looking at a custom bright yellow matching headstock P base with active pickups, a maple neck with black block inlays. I mean, this could not be more interesting and original. Sale price seven hundred and ninety nine dollars. That's I mean that's that's really build. really cheap. That's it's about amazing. Eight hundred pounds these days, isn't it? <laughs> well, <laughs> and the rest. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, they, so they have some unbelievable options that are definitely worth checking out, especially at the moment whilst they're in sale. Yes, they're in America. It does mean that you're going to have to get them imported. It does mean the potential of an import tax. But um, I really think go and check it out. Build something on the uh, on the on the builder, um, and uh, and see what you come up with. But they are really cool guitars. Should we take a question from the Facebook group? Let's yes, do it. it. Um, Damien says, regarding backup guitars, if you only have budget for two guitars and you need a backup guitar for gigging, is it best to have a similar backup, pickup-wise, for uh, continuity and volume and tone, or is it best to have something completely different for variety in recording and not worry too much about string breaking, etc., in a live situation? Matt Knight, what's your thoughts on this? Uh, you've got the budget for two guitars, you're gigging and recording... Do you get two of the same or two that are completely different? 
No, I think if you're recording, you should definitely have two different guitars because if you're going to double track something, it's nice to have two different sounds to kind of track with. If you're playing live, I don't, I don't know because I haven't gigged for ages, so, and I never break strings. Um, and actually, the last few times I play gigs, I never changed guitar either. <laughs> so, <laughs> probably not the best person to answer that one. But Joe, you were gigging. When you gigged mm. on Sunday, you had two basses. Were they for different tunings, or they were, they were both tunings, jazz? Yeah, well, no, yeah. one was a P bass, one yeah. was a jazz bass. One P it? and one jazz. I mean, that's not too different, is it? Really, uh, I have always been of the mind you should have two things similar. But then I'm a person who plays in different tunings, so it's convenient for me to. Whilst it's a jazz and a precision bass, they aren't very different. And actually, I don't use the bridge pickup on my jazz bass, so I basically play it as a P bass. Um, so. So yeah, so I, I would, I would, I, I completely agree with you. I, two, two are the same for for live situations because it's mm. essential. But also, that that is something that that I do, and I think is a cool avenue to go down. Is experimenting with different tunings and being able to switch up live is is really important. Actually, that I have a problem at the moment because I put a quarter pounder in my P bass, the output's so much louder, and I've recently retired the GEB seven off of my board. It's actually really annoying to have to go over to my amp to sort of adjust volume. It doesn't look when very I pro either, guitars. does it? Like... No, it doesn't. Like before, I could just you know I knew and take take the GB7 down a notch. Yeah. Um, when I... I put the P bass on and it was fine. I, I'm not sure it doesn't look pro. I think it can look quite cool if you're like oh, I'm just gonna change my guitar. Oh, actually, I've, you know, I'm changing guitar. I've obviously got to go and change something on my amp. You know. I don't know. Yeah. It's annoying. It's, it's annoying for speed actually more than anything. I'm on a limited time because it's on a loop. Because you've got so many songs you've got to cram into the 45 <laughs> minute set or whatever four, ridiculous. Four it is. songs. Four songs. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But, but anyway, but the, the point, coming back to the point is yeah, for gigging, absolutely get to the same. It opens up avenues of tuning. But yeah, definitely for recording, have something that's a million miles away from what your main guitar is. Um, also, that would just open up new avenues for you to look at stylistically in the way you play as well. I think, um, yeah, it, it depends what your priority is totally. Uh, and uh, Damien actually kind of spells it out in the email already, kind of answers his own question that, yeah, for recording, two diff- completely different guitars probably is best. Um, you know, if you've got a Les Paul and a Tele backing it up, then that's a really nice kind of uh, way of filling out the sound. Um, but for live, yeah, you probably want something that's exactly the same or pretty close to it. I like the, uh, I like the, the risk element. I okay. like the risk element of uh, only ever taking one guitar, and then when I inevitably break a string, just asking to see what I see what I can use. See what, what these other bands play. Yeah, I was about like, to say support bands, but no, it's never support bands. Just be like, oh, is it? Oh man, oh yeah, I've broken a string. I just need to borrow the headliner's guitar, who's flown with it from the states. Yeah, just anyone so got a guitar I can borrow. Jay Cross. And um, I always break strings. I'm very heavy-handed. We were playing with a, a, an American band recently, and they they'd taken just the the one guitar over, and I they had exactly that problem breaking a string. And of course, we couldn't help them because our guitarist is left-handed. Is left-handed, and not only left-handed, he strings upside down, which would make it more convenient. Yeah. But then he 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 tunes in uh, in frip tuning in fifths. Oh, really? I so, didn't know that. So it runs from a so so his high his highest string is an eight. And its lowest string is a 54. You right, rockers. Okay. Just awkward on purpose. <laughs> um, let's do one more question and we'll call it a night. Andy says, I'm torn between a Reverend BC1 and an Epiphone Brent Hines V. 
The Reverend BC1 is probably the nicest guitar uh, I've tried in years, sounded amazing and was super versatile. On the other hand, I've never owned a V and the Brent Hines Epi looks amazing. Can't seem to try one though as no one knows no one knows when they will be available in the UK. Ah he put that in the email. Jay okay. Cross. Uh, yeah, I mean I'm not really sure about this because the Brett Hines does kind of seem a little bit too good to be true. Yeah. Um Ebony Board comes with a case, I think. Yes, it does. Sense of pickups. You know, that like it just seems way too good to be true. Sure. And Maybe they're not going to include a body. Maybe that's where they're... Yeah, you just get the neck, the lace sensor pickups. Yeah, you get... Uh, yes, I think it's all American parts as well, I think. Is it, uh, um, I just don't know how they're doing it, like, for the, for the money. Um, so, but the other thing to that is that because they're going to be so popular, they will probably... I don't know how limited they are, but I would suggest that they're probably going to sell... As soon as they arrive well, into or, shops, or before, or before. Yeah, basically. Um, I mean, I, I'm assuming Joe's probably the same, but from experience, all the ones we've had come in so far have been sold, and basically everyone is just putting a deposit on them. So yeah, yeah the chances of walking into a store and store. trying one is probably zero. Yeah. So I would recommend putting a deposit down. And to be honest, I'd imagine most stores would probably refund your deposit because it's not like they're not going to be able to sell it to someone For sure. else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was always that was always what we used to do um, when I was working. I mean, I wouldn't refund your deposit. I wasn't that nice. But what I would do is allow you to uh, move your deposit over onto something else. Yeah. And so if you know that you want to buy something, stick a deposit. Most stores will just like allow you to stick a deposit down or something. When it comes in, try it. If you're not into it, just be open. Like everybody who works in a guitar shop, generally, I mean, in my experience anyway, that everyone who works in a guitar shop is a guitar player and understands that sometimes you try something and it isn't as good as you wanted it to be. Yeah. And as long as you're cool with people, they will be cool with you. Yeah. And uh, and you know, just don't ask too much of anyone, and you'll have a good experience. Um, but um, I was going to say, however. The Billy Corgan Reverend is one of the nicest guitars I've played in a very long time. Oh, have time. you played one? I didn't know you played one. Yeah, we've got we've uh, we've got them in my soon to be X store. Amazing. Um, but I must, I must say, the last kind of month that we've had Reverend in, I honestly don't know how they do it for the money. I, I think the best playing guitar you can get for six to eight hundred pounds, but hands down. Like the necks feel really nice. They're really well constructed. Custom pickups, unlike anything else, they come in cool colours. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I think, yeah, his is um, like dual action truss rod, twenty-two frets, twelve-inch radius board, so it feels really modern. Solid Carina body, signature pickups, string through. It's just like everything that you could want from a guitar as well um i think they're locking machine heads so you've kind of got all the all the best features and it comes in satin purple burst i mean i i'm 100 percent buying for that over the brett hines um brett hines brent hines brent hines, brent hines. they have actually got the nicest the nicest neck i felt they're like really satin they just they feel really nice really modern and the fact that they're kind of built in korea but then they're QC'd in America they're, I just don't think that a single bad one has come through on the wall yet I think they're kind of they're, they're taking that extra step before anything kind of gets shipped out worldwide and it really makes a difference Amazing. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, that either of those would be a sensible choice I mean I'm going for the uh, 
for the old Billy Corgan. Jay Cross, um, we need to wrap this up, but it looks yeah, like you've got a comment. Just, I've just got one more super quick question uh, from the uh, the Ampli.fi group, uh, the chat page, uh, and it says it will be a super quick answer. Joe, best value based compression pedal. Best value based best compression value. pedal. Base compression pedal. Um, the best value compression pedal out there is the Boss CS3 um, because it's sixty quid. Uh, if you specifically want bass compression, as you as in you want something that's multi-band, then I think it's a toss-up between the Boss bass compressor, um, the BCX1, I think it is, or BC1X, and uh, uh, and the MXR bass compressor. The MXR is slightly more established because it's been around for longer. Both of them are great and have tons of controls on them uh, that make it much easier to um, to be able to tie everything in. That said, I think for sort of good old-fashioned rock and roll compression, I think a CS3 is great. Yeah, yeah, I think they're great. Dynacomp is also really good yeah, is a MXR. little bit over squashy but is dirt cheap as well so there, there are a few options cool that was from cool. uh, Seb Seb plays bass and so what's that the Boss CS3 that's the last time we ever talk about the uh, the Boss CS3 the Boss CS3 that's it thanks for that Joe I'll give We're you done. a fiver later on <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no problem mate cheers <laughs> with that I think we should wrap this up um, it's worth mentioning that we're going to do uh, carry on this chat over on the Patreon episode um, which we do every week at patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds we're from as little as $5 a month you can help support the podcast um, and you get an extra half an hour of uh, audio content every week this week, uh, we are looking at how to sound like Gary Moore on a budget. Do you want that classic uh, blues rock tone? Um, you can get that and not spend mega money, and we will tell you exactly how to do it. Patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds um, for $5. If, you, uh, you know, if you're so kind and you want to pledge $10, you will get your name read out like this. <clears throat> Ready? Yep. Say their names properly this week okay. because you've been bad the last no, two no, weeks. No, These people fine. pay for this. I know, I know. I'm trying okay. to do it right. You're you not going to do it right. I am. Oh my goodness! If you let me do it, I'll do it right. You ready? <laughs> Angela <laughs> Merkel, <laughs> Tony Blair. <laughs> 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 I managed to get two politicians out of the top ones. Very good. All right. <sighs> Steve Merkel, Blair Toms, Carlos Mancha, 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 Carlos Mancha. Andrew Marco, Mark Cross, J.D. Short, David Carroll, Andy McKenzie, Brad Pitt, Paul Corrigan, Jack Godfrey, Jack Conroy, Will Clare, Scott O'Brien, Matt Gwine, Phil Thompson, Laurie Anstis, Moo, Gravit, Colin, Anderson. Say the one that you said as Brad Pitt again. Bad page. There we go. Very good. Um, and with that, we should wrap this up. Do join the Facebook group. Uh, if you listen to this, there's uh, loads of good chat going on. It's been really lively recently um, and loads of discussion and we're kind of jumping in a bit more on stuff. So facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum. If you want to catch this podcast recording live every week, Tuesday, 8.30 p.m. GMT time. No, it's not GMT. GMT we had this conversation one. earlier. GMT plus one. Um, you can go to ampli.fi forward slash guitar nerds and you can watch all the previous streams either there on the YouTube channel uh, which is guitar nerds videos follow us on Twitter at guitar nerds um, follow us on Instagram at guitar nerds uh, follow us individually at mark underscore random at matt underscore nicey at jaybm1 and at joseph underscore 900 one last bit of news um, there's going to be some extra exclusive uh, Patreon content going up this week uh, I'm going to be doing an interview hopefully uh, with Mr. Brian Wampler from Wampler Pedals super um, exciting that's going to be going up on the Patreon so if you want to hear that 
um, patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds um, and uh, yeah join in the fun there and you'll hear we're going to be doing more of that we don't now we're doing the live stream we don't really have time to bring on guests and stuff to the main podcast so uh, Patreon is probably going to be the home for that and if you are subscribing and helping us out on that you'll get all of those interviews and stuff on there so thanks very much and uh, we'll see you next week cheers gang bye bye farewell This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.